On this podcast, I profile people who changed history and culture, and all of them are, you guessed it, gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender. My name is Frank Howard, and welcome to Gay of the Day. In the 1950s, rock and roll scared the shit out of adults, particularly white adults. And no performer scared them as much as today's gay. Not only was he gay, but he was black, too. His sexuality as evident as his skin color. They heard Lucille or Rip It Up blasting from their children's phonographs, and they realized their offspring had been forever lost caught under the spell of a flaming queen. Today's Gay of the Day is rock and roll architect, force of nature, and brother from another planet, Richard Wayne Penniman. Little Richard. Hailing from Macon, Georgia, this slight, limp-wristed mama's boy, with one short leg, was born a queen. He'd strut around the house wearing his mother's false eyelashes and wrapped in draperies, which, one would guess, were fancier than any garment mama actually owned. At school and on the street, he was tormented by racist whites and homophobic blacks. But he'd soon change the world. His father was a church deacon and a bootlegger on the side. This inner battle of sacred and profane would become a key element in Richard's on- and off-stage personas. Richard began singing and playing organ in his father's church and would whip the congregation into a religious frenzy with his performances, a harbinger of things to come. At age 14, he was discovered by a gospel star, Sister Rosetta Thorpe, and soon was singing and playing piano with various gospel groups on tour for the next four years. It was during one of these tours that he first lay eyes on the performer known simply as Ascarita. I first became familiar with Escarita at around the same age as Little Richard. I was 17 or so, and I was flipping through some old R&B LPs at a record shop. I stopped flipping when I came across Escarita's face. Full makeup, cat-eye sunglasses, and hair to the heavens. I bought it, of course. A few days later, the record shop owner asked what I had thought. I said... He sounded like Little Richard. The record store owner corrected me, saying Little Richard sounded like him. 
Richard was enamored with the gender-bending Escarita. They met, and Escarita taught little Richard how to play piano in a hammering, boogie-woogie style. Richard also, ahem, borrowed Escarita's look and stage antics. For all of little Richard's boasting that he was the inventor and that Prince stole his act, he was more than comfortable stealing Escarita's act. A few years later, when little Richard hit it big, Escarita got his own record contract. But the public thought that one little Richard was plenty. Escarita died penniless and in obscurity, last seen washing windshields for change at a Brooklyn intersection and singing as he cleaned. Baby, baby come and rock and roll with me. Richard continued to tour on the gospel circuit until he learned his father had been murdered. Richard returned home and took a job as a dishwasher at a bus station diner to support the family. A miserable job that had one major perquisite. He would have sex with many of the men who blew through town. At night, he began constructing an act performing at local gay clubs. Richard became a popular drag performer. When he started playing straight clubs, he'd still be in full hair and makeup, but with a suit on. He'd sing songs about women, but would deliver the songs in a flamboyantly gay way. This wink to the audience, this tightrope act, was what would make the biggest impact. His audiences knew... And he knew that they knew. Cluing the audience in on his secret and laughing at squares or their parents, those who may not have known or were resistant to acknowledge. He and his fans were friends forever. Besties. He recorded a series of unsuccessful singles for RCA in 1952, but it was when he was signed to the exploitation label Specialty in 1955 that he would record the song that was the shot heard round the world. A gritty little ditty about anal sex called Tutti Fruity, with cleaned-up lyrics, of course. The original lyrics are Tutti Fruity, Good Booty, If it don't fit, don't force it. You can grease it, make it easy. That is filthy. After that came Long Tall Sally, slipping and sliding, rip it up. The girl can't help it. Lucille. This was the era of Perry Como, Doris Day, Pat Boone, and Leave It to Beaver. Then this whooping black guy in full makeup blasts into every home in America. He must have seemed like a being from outer space. The effect was seismic. In just a few short years, Little Richard changed American popular music from vanilla pudding to hot chocolate. While on stage, girls and boys would pelt him with knickers, 
His sexual exploits were as outrageous as his stage image. Uh, in private, he liked to, quote, watch. And he loved orgies. He had a relationship with stripper Lee Angel, who had a 50-inch bust. They had a Catherine Holly, Sebastian Venable type of agreement. She'd seduce some hot straight guy and lure him into a threesome. The two of them famously fucked Buddy Holly. He's said many whacked-out things about his sexuality, ranging from gay to bisexual to pansexual, even claiming homosexuality is contagious and that he caught gayness from some guy he once slept with. Not to disagree, but remember that Richard was wearing makeup and women's clothes long before catching anything in a bus station lavatory. Little Richard was gay from birth. In recent years, he's stopped performing, citing poor health. He's 86. He's given so much. He deserves the rest. He's also, at long last, given Escarita his due and acknowledged his influence. Now, the list of performers who have credited Little Richard as a primary influence is much too long to recite, but it includes James Brown, Jimi Hendrix, Bob Dylan, Lennon and McCartney, Mick Jagger, Elton John, Prince, and David Bowie. Come to think of it, a direct line can be drawn from Little Richard to Ziggy Stardust. There is a sort of magic produced when the artist and audience conspire to upend the status quo. When the creator and the created four are complicit, thumbing their noses at the norm, wielding a flaming sword of change to shatter foundations and render what came before obsolete. Little Richard did not end racism or homophobia, uh, but fuck if he and his ardent audience didn't have a hell of a time giving the establishment the finger. Dicky boy, I doff my lashes to you. Today's gay, rock and roll legend, Little Richard. Gay of the Day's theme is composed and performed by Swick, that's C-W-I-O-K. Check out their Bandcamp page. My name is Frank Howard. Thanks for listening.